and welcome to Point Streak, a podcast where we talk everything gaming and the issues that concern gamers. We're all members and contributors at Enthusiacs.com, and thank you again for joining us. Um, our Twitter feed is simply at Enthusiacs if you want to follow us there, and our YouTube channel where all our video content and playthroughs um, reside is simply Enthusiacs. Um, my name is Jeff, or Baron Fang, your host as per usual, and this week I am joined once again by Tony. How are you, Tony? Hello. And by our very own Black Dragon, Vernon. Welcome, Hello. Vernon. Um, well, let's uh, let's hit what uh, what's everyone been playing. How about uh, how about you, Tony? Uh, let's see here on my little list. I've had to write down for this one. Uh, I actually booted up my PS2, and I've uh, been playing Dino Crisis One and Two on that. Actually, been having a good time revisiting those games. Uh, the PlayStation Four, uh, Infamous First Light, just got around to completing that. Uh, Xbox One, I've been kind of jumping back and forth in Titanfall. Uh, I think there's something going on with their servers, and it's kind of pissing me off because I can't. I'm, I'm having flashbacks to you know the Master Chief collection with games. <laughs> <I'm working on. laughs> Your post-traumatic stress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, last, I have uh, on my 3DS. They were, I guess, I didn't even know Nintendo at least on the 3DS did sales, so I saw it, and they had some little puzzle or game called Hazumi, I believe is how it's called. Challenging little game, but. Uh, you know, not too difficult to where I'm seeing red, but uh, it's still fun nonetheless. But that about that about wraps it up. Wow, Nintendo doing sales. What a novel thing, eh? <laughs> yeah, he'd be surprised. Special sales. <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Vernon? What have you been uh, making time for? Yeah, uh, um, I'm making time for schoolwork. I haven't actually played anything <laughs> in the last, like, I, since the last time we spoke. I kind of half expected that would be your answer. Yeah, I just I haven't really had time to play anything, but uh, that that should change pretty soon. And you uh, you set down Game of War for good, apparently? Or, or wait a minute, what was it that you were playing on your mobile that I, we were hearing about constantly? Clash of Clans. Clash, oh, Clash, Clash of Clans. Clans, yes, the other um, one. Yeah, you, I haven't played that in a, in a long while. I just... Uh, <laughs> it got it got to the point where like you know you're so you're starting to like you know see where they want you to put your money basically um in terms of like you know just getting to to upgrade things faster because in order to upgrade like you're you you have to like you know pay a certain amount of resources and then it takes five to ten days i think the 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 biggest thing that i that i had to upgrade was like my home base and that took ten days and at that point i was just like i can't do this anymore <laughs> it's like i don't i don't want to play a game to not play a game if that makes sense like for ten days jesus christ one day right. at a time vernon yeah. now that you've yeah, picked it one day at a time jeff was probably thinking a game of war because of uh, a certain pair of assets on the commercials he keeps <laughs> Yes, I'm, cert- I'm certainly seeing a lot more ads for one than the other, that's for sure. Um, and myself, uh, no change here. It's just been uh, bouncing back and forth between Banner Saga and Borderlands 2, which could not be more different, but uh, both right. enjoyable in their own way. Um, well, we're going to uh, hit up the main topic today, which um, is quite simply, we're just going to do predictions or gaming industry predictions. I think this was your idea, Vern, and I and I remember when you mentioned it, I thought, you know what, we do do a lot of that on these shows where we get a bit sidetracked trying to predict the future. Right. And uh, I thought, uh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe we should, um, and of course, God knows we can probably revisit it at some point. Not necessarily to score one another <laughs> about who was right and who wasn't, but um, <laughs> there's, I mean, anyone who has a even a um, more than a passing interest in gaming is, um, it's kind of a... Uh, 
habit uh, of all of us to kind of predict where things are going to go, and we're all very opinionated in our own way, so uh, why not? Um, yeah. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's start right off the top with a really juicy one that can't possibly get uh, <laughs> get anyone's uh, anyone rankled. Um, who do we think will win this current console generation? <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> you knew, you knew. We might as well get it out of the way. It, it seems and to the be, flames. It seems to be an obsession, uh, and it's and look, uh, it's always been. Uh, speaking as somebody who's been around a long time, listening to all this crap, it's been around for a long time. Uh, this this debate, you know, there seems to be this um, importance placed on who winner and who who's 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 <laughs> back so, to the, back to the winners. <laughs> I'm just uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to 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 find a clear front runner for this particular generation, like the last two, um, like the last two generations. Who who's been the who's been the front runner? The the PS2 and the Xbox 360 in I, their respective generations. I, I would say. Not a great, uh, I would say yes. I mean, and Nintendo Wii certainly was a sales juggernaut, but uh, yeah, for yeah, a, yeah, for a limited because of one game. Yeah, but, and yeah. and for a fairly limited period of time, uh, when mm-hmm. you consider that it was really about a eighteen to twenty-four month period that it was kicking a tail and then vanished almost as quickly as it rose right. to the top. And um, it took the the PS3 the entire generation to catch up because yeah. they had fumbled so spectacularly yeah. in the beginning, and it just. They they it took them a while to catch up as a contender with the PS3, and so you know. But the Xbox 360 was you know was consistent in terms of like you know from from start to finish. They they were just very consistent and you know holding everyone's attention, um, or at least my attention anyway. I don't want to speak for everybody, but mm-hmm. for this generation here, I I I can't really say that anyone's winning. Yeah. <laughs> I I really don't. I I see potential in the Xbox One. Um, Merely because they've done, I've I've said it multiple times on this podcast, in that they've done so much in terms of uh, the last couple of years, in terms of from that announcement, the original announcement of the Xbox One, they've done a lot of work in terms of like damage control and backtracking, and like you don't even hear about the Kinect anymore. Um, <laughs> so and even though and even though I, yeah. Right. Like, what? what is that? Um, so you don't even hear about it anymore. And I think with the with the new rumors that a slim model is coming out and plus they they did a price cut twice all on it already. Um, I, I think I think they're you know, they're they're doing a good job. They're in the running to do a good job. Sony, on the other hand, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, they, you know, they're talking about TV. They're basically reversing their position <laughs> and and being like a like a you know, uh, uh, Microsoft, when they were talking about how they were going to put, how they were going to make the Xbox one TV and movies and all in one experience. And it seems like that's what kind of what Sony's doing. Who's ball TV. Right. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, would be, I would be curious to see a one for one sort of comparison of how many consoles they've sold versus how many games have actually sold for the PS4 at this point. <laughs> I think it'd be pretty interesting because yeah. uh, I know I follow a number of, uh, of people uh, in the industry who have more or less reflected the, the thought that, you know, I own this system PS4 and don't own very many games for it and don't see much opportunity to be uh, doing much, you know, but it, until Bloodborne came along recently, there was a quite a gap in terms of an actual release that seemed to uh, attract anyone's attention and uh, it's an exclusive. an exclusive anyway yeah. um and 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 uh it you know given that we've already heard a lot of uh delay announcements already that doesn't look like it's going to change anytime 
Yeah. Um, which, for somebody who's seriously considering a PS4 purchase over the next few months, um, I've got a I've got a relatively short list of games, and almost none of them are exclusives, and <laughs> almost <laughs> half of them are games that were released for <laughs> prior systems. So you know, uh, you know, a game they want you to own on oh, the PS4, though. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. The, they're they're really pushing it down our throats. They really want us to buy it on their console. Is Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> So it's I guess I guess the point of uh, oh Ed, Tony do you have any uh, I mean you you've got both of the front of the quote unquote front runners I suppose you could call them at this point uh, I mean <laughs> do you, I mean is this a is this a pointless discussion even even suggesting that there's going to be a, a winner or is it going to take it, you know, serious it, catch up uh, I think it, it's only pointless if you how serious you take it and what you define as winner. winner. <laughs> Yeah, but all all my thoughts are is uh, kind of what Vernon was saying. Uh, you know, history repeats itself. I think. I mean, look at the the last console generation. Uh, the PS3, like you said, fumbled out of the gate, and the 360 was kind of riding, you know, high all the way through the console generation, and it took the PS3 a long time to catch up. So I think the. I guess you could say that, again, depending on how you define winner. Um, I'd say the PS4 will probably continue its, you know, its its streak going forward. It's already has. I haven't even looked at the numbers. I don't know where they are at this point, but I'm sure Sony's still way ahead, and they'll probably continue to be that way. I'm sure Xbox will catch up. It'll be just like the last genera- uh, console generation, uh, except the roles are reversed now. Microsoft and the Xbox are going to be probably take the entire console lifetime to catch up with the PS4. Hmm. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much my thoughts. I think it'll be the PS4 going forward, but it'll the the margin will slim or you know kind of slim down as we move forward. Could I ask something really quickly? Sure. What what are we defining as winning, so to speak? Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> console sold, game sold on it, number of exclusives. Like, how are we clarifying this? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, uh, I. I honestly don't know what the gap was between the 360 and the PS3 in the last generation in terms of sales. I don't even know that it was that significant in the end. But uh, it's hard to argue that over the over the lifespan, and that lifespan continues, obviously, there was probably a lot more value to be had in the in the 360. And it was, as the word you used, Vernon, it was a lot more consistent. Which, yep. I, I mean, to me, that's a that's I would say that that's probably a big factor. You know, like uh, if I'm going to own a console from this, you know, relatively towards the start of the generation to the end, I'd like to be able to say that I got use out of it steadily. Um, if I owned a PS4 right now, I don't know that I could say that I was getting steady use out of it beyond the one well, or you two could titles. Buy, you could buy Destiny and beg people to play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I honestly think the definitions of winning will, will change to the point where they're so subjective that it won't it won't really mean anything anymore right um, yeah and i mean it could also be where you know where you place if you have both where you place them on the console is one higher than the other you know what fit over like physically under I, one another yeah <laughs> how many times in it pray to phil spencer and uh, all those folks but yeah, yeah. moving on yeah i mean I, and i think uh given that um i mean we're we're in this sort of echelon of gamers that are relatively likely to. I think it's safe to say that of the three of us, I mean, one of us already owns more than one. You've got one, Vernon. Mm-hmm. I have zero. I would say that within a few years from now, all of us will have at least two of them. Just by it'll happen over time because we're gamers and 
that's what we do and um we're hardcore well <laughs> i i hesitate to use the word but like i i can't i i ref, i can't really look at this these sorts of conversations from the first perspective of someone who's only ever going to back one horse because uh being a pc gamer i've always got this pony in the background ready to do some heavy lifting <laughs> as well too so i i don't i've never felt the need to back only one <laughs> one system and that's not going to change in this generation either right um, well, when, it's it's the virtue of being older you know when you're <laughs> you're younger and more impressionable you, mm. you're usually back in one and you're defending it that company to you know yeah. your dumb breath but anyway, yeah. yeah, and you know, and uh, I think the days of you know the majority of consoles being purchased by parents for their you know preteen children is long gone. I I I don't think they're catering to that market nearly as much as, as they used to. I I, I think uh, I think the majority of people who are playing these probably do over time have the interest and the money to be able to afford more than one. Hmm. Um, we alluded to this a little bit earlier, but and by the way, if you guys want to jump in with any uh, prediction uh, topics along the way, feel free. Uh, do we uh, do we see any more high-profile, uh, heartbreaking <laughs> game delays being announced before the end of the year? Uh, what do you What do you reckon, Tony? We've uh, I'll start with you. We've already seen uh, what Uncharted and uh, well, Arkham got delayed a little bit, but uh, you know, just those two there are uh, are fairly big ones. Uh, what do you see? Any others being uh, pushed back to 2016? Uh, you know, it's like what 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 is really left in 2015 anyway? <laughs> um, Halo Five. I I think they're they're pretty set on that. I, yeah. You know, even though I, they had obviously that huge fumble with the Master Chief Collection, I, they've had what at least uh, I want to say at least three years to work on that, and that's usually about the time yeah. that. It, you took to make their their main installments in the franchise so i think they're okay on that yeah uh playstation i mean no arkham i think is done once you get to the point where you're only pushing it back by a few weeks you really can tell i think that there it's more of yes we really are just polishing it it's not that there's game breaking yeah. bugs in it we just want to yeah. polish a little more so yeah. i think that's set either that or we got to make sure that all our uh, retail um ex- exclusives and stuff have enough baubles for the launch uh <laughs> <laughs> no, uh one I wouldn't I just remember hearing about it. One I that I wouldn't be surprised about is uh, that game Splatoon for the Wii U. I didn't mm. realize how early that was. That's coming out. I want to say next month. Oh really? And I haven't heard anything about it, so I wouldn't be surprised. And because of some recent headlines with that game, I wouldn't be surprised if that gets uh, pushed back. That's the only one that really comes to mind at this point. I don't, maybe yeah. Yeah. May twenty ninth. Uh, the Zel- has it been confirmed yet whether or not there will be a Zelda game this year? Have they already that, basically no. said? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They sure. put they pushed that back um, right, I believe, after they announced the NX. Uh, okay. Hmm. So it's possible that they I, that they're going to do either like a, a cross gen release um, or just simply save it for the NX because they've pretty much given up on the Wii U at this point. More on that later. <laughs> um, well, what about you, Vernon? Uh, I mean, any any others that you think are uh, likely to be pushed back? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at this Godzilla the game and <laughs> oh, wondering. <yeah. laughs> um, I'm wondering whether or not it's it's gonna stay July 1st or be pushed back because it's a PS3 and PS4 exclusive. Um, gameplay footage released of that game? Not that I've seen. <laughs> I, I actually, you know what? I haven't even. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't actually looked for it. Um, but yeah, it's a PS3, PS4 exclusive. Apparently, it's you know supposed to harken back to older Godzillas and be like a 
I don't know. I don't know. There's really nothing that's been released about it. <laughs> no one's really talking about it. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, what else is there to talk about? I mean, there's no exclusives really except for Halo and, okay, Godzilla, Splatoon, um, Mario Maker sometime in September. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. There's a lot that's up in the air at this point. So uh, we don't have Uncharted anymore. Um yeah, I got Call nothing. Call of Duty is definitely not going to get pushed. And has Call no. of Duty ever been pushed? I think we can put that one to bed. <laughs> no, no, it hasn't. So I guess I guess that's fine. Um, if we're going into multiplats, um, you know, God of War three remastered. They're they're coming they're coming out with that on time. Uh, Mad Max, uh, that has the potential to be pushed back. Uh, maybe Metal Gear Solid five. I don't know. <laughs> so it's it really is up in the air because I, there's it as the list stands right now. There's yeah. nothing coming out. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, just uh, playing the pessimist card, I'm I'm still excited about that Hyperlight Drifter game, which has uh, every time I look at it, it has 2015 and a question mark behind it. So I know with my luck, uh, one of the few independent releases, uh, next gen ones that I'm excited for, I'll I'll bet that'll get pushed back somehow. So um, there's probably a few other indies as well that uh, you know they tend to have more fluid dates anyway. But yeah. um, I the I I can guarantee you the moment I decide to buy a PS4, there'll be an there'll be an announcement within a week about something. <laughs> can I just make some speculation here? Sure. I'm looking at a lot of games here, and they all have the number three in it. So Half-Life Three has got to be confirmed. <laughs> What is it? Is is that some sort of uh, like symbolism that's hidden? Within I don't know. All there's, this? Been a, there's been a lot of theories and stuff like that, and people are trying to put together when Valve is gonna release Half Life Three or start even talking about it. I mean, you know how Valve is. They you don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Half Life Three is not coming out this year. That's my prediction. <laughs> Bold as that may sound. Um, moving on a bit to the uh, the hardware slash peripheral space. Um, this is uh, this is one I'm curious to. I know I know that we'll eventually do a um, a podcast about innovation uh, at some point in in the future. So this uh, we might cover this ground again. But uh, what do you guys think about uh, all this virtual technology, virtual reality tech like Oculus Rift and stuff that's uh, being touted at the moment? Uh, uh, anyone who's been around watching gaming and involved in gaming as long as I have has seen a lot of this stuff come and go in previous iterations. Do you? I'll start with you, Vernon. Do you think any of this stuff is actually going to take off, or is this just going to be another round of the same gimmicks and gadgets that we've seen in the past? People like, are really trying hard to bring virtual reality into into the, the limelight, into the you know, I guess the mainstream as it's as it's you know called. Um, yeah, wow, people are trying really hard. First, uh, first uh, the the Wii, and then. You know, we've got Xbox with their Connect, and we won't even mention the PlayStation Move. Um, <laughs> Who does? <laughs> and then, like, I mean, it's 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 anyone's ball game at this point. Whoever does it and makes it interesting is, I guess, the winner at this point. I mean, I I tried Oculus Rift a couple of nights ago. It's funny you mentioned that um, because it's. I didn't even get to play anything on it because the the guys that um, the guys that owned it, I guess they couldn't get it to work and that's not a good thing in their favor and uh, facebook owns oculus rift right right i think so, okay yeah. okay so um but but yeah oculus rift and then uh what's what's sony's thing the morpheus uh, morpheus, morpheus. Yeah. okay well <laughs> that shows you how much i 
care about it. Um, so I, yeah, it's anyone's game at this point. I don't, I don't really know what anyone's, what anyone's doing. No one's really, you know, uh, announcing anything like big, you know, what, what can I, what can I do with this thing? I, I would like to know. Apparently since Morpheus is coming out this year, um, they don't have a release date for it yet, but apparently it's coming out this year. So I, I'd like to know what I could do with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think even if I was keen on it, I'd my, my second question would be, well, what's the games that are going to be <laughs> used for it? How, how about you, Tony? Uh, you're the you're the youngest of the bunch, uh, and you've probably missed out on uh, a lot of these previous uh, attempts. But I mean, does this? I I have a vague, vague memory of what was it, the Virtual Boy? Yeah, I, I remember that. One of my friends, and God, I don't know what it was like, kindergarten, first grade, brought it school one time and I, I was just like what is it like I was I wasn't impressed and if you can't impress a first or kindergartner I mean <laughs> you know but anyway as, as it stands today you know from a from a broad technology technology standpoint I think it'll have you know some benefits and some wider use like in medical fields and all that but obviously we're, we're here to talk about gaming and you know I I don't know because it, it's all gonna be I think Assuming it works and it works well and easily, um, I think it's all going to be how the how the consumers kind of look at it and yep. how they feel. You know how the how the stuff is going to be marketed. Like I just I don't know. I mean, I'd be interested to to see certain games like uh, like with the Morpheus. Like um, what was it? I was just playing uh, Killzone Shadowfall. You know, gorgeous game. There's uh, a part of the game where you're kind of like on a on a. This isn't spoilers or anything, but you're looking down. From like a, a train rail, and you're looking down a city like hundreds and hundreds of yards down, and it looks so real. And I can only, I kind of was like, I wonder if I had a VR headset, if I looked down, would I get like vertigo? <laughs> real this is like that. That makes me curious. But would I want to play through all of Killzone with a headset on the whole time? I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't had the the luxury of uh, trying any of these out myself, but you know, I I don't know. But and going back to what I said earlier, assuming it works, you know, I, they've been working on at least the Oculus for what? I mean, I want to say like three years now they've gone Something through like at that. least two rounds of, of Kickstarter funding for it. I, you know, in like Vernon said, it's like the guys can make it work because it's a lot, you know, they're just giving out dev kits and they're like, well, this is kind of how it's supposed to work with you. <laughs> you go yeah. figure it out, you know, like. So I, I don't know. But if there's one thing that gives me hope about Oculus, at least, and that they have the Facebook money now is that I remember at one point they were telling all these other companies that are now jumping in the VR, they're like, wait for us to put out our product first and kind of <laughs> us like fail. <laughs> see, like I kind of took that as either, yeah, they're genuine and they're like, here, you can get your hands on our product, see where we succeeded and failed to go for that. Or they are really just trying to establish home, you know, home mice advantage and, you know, kind of, you know, establish a dominance in the marketplace, you know? So I don't know. I think it really comes down to how well it works and how it's going to be marketed. I just I don't know if, if gamers are really going to drive out in droves to pick these things up. I'm sure the, the popular YouTube commentators and all that will pick it up. But as far as how how much mass appeal it has to gamers in general, I don't I, I don't know. For, for me personally, I never would have expected motion control to take off. The original Wii did manage to kind of make that mainstream. Now, it's since... Fallen. I mean, is it fair to say that <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of just people shrug about it now? I realize that the, the the current Wii U still has that capability built in, but 
it's mm-hmm. it's not selling like hotcakes like it used to. But the fact that it that that it had as much interest as it did was a surprise to me. I don't know if it, it was a surprise to you guys. So I suppose anything's possible, but I just don't I don't see that ever taking off. Considering that I don't know how much these individual headsets or whatever you call them cost, but it's hard to picture them ever getting down to a price point where people are going to be willing to shell out for pairs of them or. Right, I think Oculus said they're they're trying to get around like the two three hundred dollar price point. And at that point, you're almost buying a new console, you know. I, yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's a big investment, and uh, I, I think it might work as a sort of a hardcore optional peripheral. Uh, you know, like some people spend huge money on flight sticks. There's a market for that, uh, but you know, you're paying for it. Right, and um, the other thing too is that I don't think it's not going to be. Not every game is it's going to work. I was actually thinking about this earlier. Like certain games that I like, um, like the Batman games, like third-person yeah. perspective games. What is VR going to do for you there? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're you, pretty much limited to first-person perspective, or you know, there might be a puzzle game that that works um, with VR or something. The types of gameplay and genres that we haven't quite imagined that it might open up. Um, but yeah, it's not going to work for, for everything, and, or, or it's not going to make a case for itself for every type of game genre. Um, yeah. Well, we could put a we could put a you know like like a, one of those Telltale games on there and have you like flick your head to the left or the right when you need to do important <laughs> things. Yeah. Uh, as so, and speaking to your point earlier about Vertigo, Tony, as someone who suffers both from Vertigo and from motion sickness, uh, I look at those and just wonder. Am I going to need to have a bucket between my knees when I play with this thing? <laughs> like, I, I already get that sensation when I'm at the top of a spire in Assassin's Creed, and that's just on a you know a 24-inch monitor. So, uh, I, I can imagine that that scene you uh, described in Killzone, if they did ever perfect that technology, would probably make me douse my drawers. Yeah, but, uh... well, yeah. Let me go ahead and tell you, don't don't pick up Killzone then. If <laughs> don't don't pick that game up. <laughs> well, you know, for me. I, I guess if I need to make a prediction as the old uh, um, <laughs> the old um, curmudgeon, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that this stuff is just just gonna be another failed gimmick. Personally, I I just don't see this catching on it as anything it was, other than yeah, just a niche buy. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's one that's kind of close to my heart because I've been um, following a lot of this stuff um, ever ever since I started to hear about the the first controversies about Steam Greenlight. And as increasingly you're you're hearing more and more cases of um, uh, wrongdoing and cool. shenanigans on Steam, um, a lot of uh, quality control issues there. I guess is what I <laughs> is what I'm trying to get at. Steam is undoubtedly in at least on the PC side of things, it's the number one game in town when it comes to digital distribution and online store. Um, there are competitors, good old games, etc., but it's definitely uh, in the, um, the driver's seat dominant competitor is all this controversy and uh seeming disinterest on the part of uh, valve in having any actual quality control is it going to open up the market to a serious competitor um can can we could you see steam getting knock either knocked off its perch or having a significant amount of its market share taken away if someone eventually comes up with a product that's going to offer the same basic stuff that steam does but with actual consumer protection and quality control I can see in. that. Yeah, I mean... It, yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. I mean, if it's... I, we have... What, what, uh, what do I have? Uh, I have Origin, which I'd never use. Um, <laughs> and Steam, which I'm basically, like, 
building up my library pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you see my wish list. It keeps changing all the time. Yes. So, yeah. like, I, you know, I use that mainly. Uh, but uh, I could definitely see someone coming in and giving Steam a run for their money. You know, take what they do with Steam and improve on it and, you know, make it so you're protecting your consumers as well. I think that would be that that's that's very possible i think they're getting kind of comfortable where they are right yes, now yes that's that is the exact word for it i think and in ter in terms of like competition and stuff like that it needs competition and right now steam really has none so it if if one of these other guys you know step their game up i think that you know steam would get off their ass i think all it might take is one of the bigger publishers um giving a, a, one of their competitors a, a, a chance and that might be a bit of a wake-up call i just i'm not really seeing any serious response from valve to any of these concerns uh, and it's not going to go away it's clear that month after month week after week there's some serious dreck being released on that thing and people getting screwed and yeah well on the one hand there's a part of me that thinks well you should know better than to buy something that looks like a piece of garbage uh, <laughs> i i mean look look at look at amazon and ebay do you think they would have got to where they are now if they had just ignored people's genuine concerns when there is wrongdoing? I mean, I've I don't know if either of you have had the experience of dealing with eBay when something goes wrong, but they're pretty good at dealing with it. <laughs> you know, they they have a they've got a process and it works. Uh, yeah. And they're pretty good at. I'm not saying that they're faultless, but uh, compared to Steam, uh, I mean, I've heard of people getting their money back, sure, but. When have you ever heard of that happening without there being serious outcry and kicking and screaming? Like it's not something that uh, it, it's it's obvious that they're they're barely giving a passing glance to some of this stuff. Um, I mean, uh, Tony, you've had some uh, <laughs> you've had some. We won't go into the detail, but you've had some issues with PSN in the past, <laughs> uh, screwing yeah. you over. Uh, I mean, yeah, you've given them a second chance in the next generation, but like. Uh, I mean, how many times could something like that happen to somebody before they just go screw it and stop, you know, partaking? What, what's the thing? Shame on one? You know, shame, shame on... Yeah. Fool me once, shame on me. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I was going to say, at least for the, the PC side of it in Steam, obviously, I, you know, I can't... I don't have any first-hand perspective with that since I'm I'm always on consoles. I've never actually used Steam before, so I can't get to that. But yeah, with, with, play, with PlayStation, or, you know, they definitely... Maybe that's a you know for a story time some other some other time but yeah they they definitely did me pretty wrong and uh, you know it's it's just the only reason I honestly gave them another chance is it's like they didn't fuck up as bad as Microsoft did um, at least when they were launching you know their new consoles um, but yeah I they're definitely getting better I think both of them it's God Xbox is when I when I bought my uh, Xbox One. It was in October, I think, when they initially dropped it to 350. Mm -hmm. um, and God, I was getting messages from Xbox left and right. Here's another free game, please love us. Here's another free game. <laughs> yeah, right. They're just throwing yeah. shit at me, and I'm like, gee, like, okay, you made your point. Geez, like, you know, you know, stop trying to take my pants off for the love of God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the console side of it is definitely getting better, but you know, I don't think they're going to have the same issues. Esteem does obviously. I mean, we don't we don't have early access, at least to the best of my knowledge. I think they were toying with it, but I don't I don't ever see that as something that's going to take off in the console space. Uh, as far as some is a competitor coming in to to kind of take over Steam, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's possible, but like like you guys said, they're feeling pretty comfortable. I'm sure. Um, and until 
until something happens, until maybe God, you know, God forbid, EA steps their game up and Origin becomes, you know, this this great tool. And they, I don't know, does does Origin actually uh, uh, offer games that aren't published by EA, or is it strictly? I, I don't think so, but uh, I like thought I, it was. I thought it was just games from EA. I mean. I had a terrible experience with them in terms of like the the whole Mass Effect trilogy back when I was still trying to play the game on on a computer, um, and yeah, just their customer service is terrible. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, when I was browsing their store, I think I only saw games from EA. Yeah, right. So I think it, it comes down to, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily the the big you know one of the other big publishers like ea or ubisoft or somebody kind of stepping their game up i think if anything it would be like a brand new venture yeah. it might have to you know try to you know give a steam a run for its money they're gonna have to offer something that steam doesn't or offer something customer better service. you know better whether it's better customer service consumer protection uh something something that there's enough disgruntled people out there that i think if they if they make a case for it, I, I think there's an opening out there. And I, honestly, I'd think that if if they do get uh, lose some market share and uh, lose some um, dominance in the space, I think they deserve it at this point. I just I don't think that they're I think it, they see it as a cash cow, and um, they're treating it uh, they're they're com- getting comfortable, as you said, Vernon. Um, you're probably not surprised to hear this question as a tag up on uh, <laughs> on Steam, but because uh, I know that uh, this has been on your mind in particular, Tony. Will the steam boxes catch on? Do you do we believe that uh, they will be a serious competitor to consoles? Will they be a serious alternative for people that want a gaming PC but don't necessarily <laughs> want to have to uh, build one from scratch or don't have the know-how to do it? Uh, I know you've given them some thought, Tony. What do you uh, what do you think? Um, I think it's kind of too little too late at this point. Like, you know, they went so long without really talking about them. And then it's like, okay, they're not coming out, I guess, in 2014 when they were originally supposed to. And now they are coming out in 2015. And and I know there was some news about it, but I still don't know what the hell is going on. Like, are all of them going to be available this year? You know, the Steam boxes, I think, were were built or, you know, kind of designed with good intentions, but they just they just screwed the pooch. I mean, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know piss off all of my my console gamers here by saying this. But look, <laughs> the, the reason why we love consoles is they're easy, they're simple. You know, you plug them in, you put the game in. You know, nowadays you got to wait for these fucking updates to install and all that. But you know, they're <laughs> right. simple. And then it's like when I go to look for a Steam box, I, you know, I'm like, whole like, where do I begin? There is, you know, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, I can, I can upgrade this. You know, I can get more memory out of it or a better processor, sure. But it's like there's so. It's like even if I wanted to buy like one from, you know, I, I don't know, Alienware is one, one that comes to mind. Then there's three different models. But then you can do these different options with them and these different GPUs and blah blah blah. And I'm like, gee, I just want something to play PC games, you know. And it it's gotten to the point now that I just I don't see them catching on. For me personally. I honestly would kind of like to get something maybe with, you know, some editing software and I just don't see a steam box doing that. So I've kind of completely lost interest in them. Um, I, like I said, I think it was more a matter of time. It just, they took way too long in designing it and figuring it out. Um, and they just, they didn't use that time well or effectively. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't, they're going to be a flop. Definitely. I think. Uh, what do you think, Vernon? You, you were chuckling, so uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't seem convinced. It, I just realized that I completely forgot about the Steam box. <laughs> <laughs> 
Classic. I, I stopped paying attention because, like you said, Tony, there were so many models, and then they dropped it for a little while. They weren't talking about it, and I completely forgot about the Steam Box until you just said something now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I really don't see it going anywhere. I mean, they, they're they already, you know, kind of raking it in with, with, with Steam. I, I don't, you know, w- wouldn't that be... I mean, is this thing, like, just made so that people can play their Steam games on it? As they, as if they were playing a console. I mean, uh, that's uh, uh, that's what it sounds like to me. But Tony, you raised that good point. Like, can you use it for other non-Steam related applications? Could you install yeah. PowerPoint on it if for editing software or something like no, that? No, I, like, I don't know. I, I remember looking into like the Alienware one, and you know they re- they've actually released theirs, but they had to have their own uh, their own operating system on it uh, oh. that they built from the ground up. It was because Steam OS wasn't, and I think still isn't available. Uh, and I think they said you can either switch between the, you know, the new completely, dis- you know, the Alienware exclusive OS, or you can go to like Windows 7 or 8 and use it that way. So I think you can, but, you know, one of my big skepticisms when I first heard about it with Steambox is it's like, yeah, if, if you're just buying this so you can play games on your TV, couldn't you just run an HDMI cord from your PC to your TV? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Every, yeah, Steambox. Everything you love about uh, the multi-purpose uh, computer with all the, out all that multi-purpose stuff, like dumbed <laughs> no, down. That's, that's... Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I know for me, it was the first time I I saw that controller that I realized that they were uh, they they, they <laughs> some, just not some, in touch. Yeah, I mean, I really don't understand how within an organization that's supposed to be as savvy as they are, they could decide that that's a good idea. Uh, I I don't think the concept is 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 flawed in and of itself until I saw the prices. Then I realized, yeah, these guys. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I mean, as much as we talked earlier about how people have got you know more disposable income and stuff, like I I think anyone who does identify themselves as a hardcore PC gamer is gonna scoff at this stuff and do and say, oh, I could do better myself. Because you could, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. I am doing it. better myself. I'm building my own. Yeah, and, and you're and you're not a you're not a hardcore PC gamer, Vernon. You're just somebody really. who just did a bit of research, rolled your sleeves up, and and just you know. And not everyone's willing to do that, and maybe that's what they're counting on. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> it, I I don't see it going anywhere. Uh, I'm I was I don't know about you guys. I was surprised that they got that many vendors on board. Honestly, it, when I saw the list of uh, the number of companies that were involved, I was actually quite surprised. Um, and I think that choice that you were alluding to, Tony, is part of the problem. Um, I'm not an Apple guy, uh, apart from the phones. But um, one of the things that I do kind of respect about their computer lineup is that it's all very simple. You don't go in there and worry about you, you know when you're going to buy a an iMac or or whatever you really only have a couple of choices right yeah like you're not worried about all the nuts and bolts and how much of this it has and how much of that uh i think steam steambox there's just so many <laughs> there's so many considerations and so many variables and uh i i i you know as somebody who gets frustrated with that myself i can see the beauty in maybe being able to say okay i just want to buy a good computer that plays games and not worry about every individual statistic but Instead right. of instead of that, there's this huge list of choices from like half a dozen or more manufacturers, each more complicated and confusing than the next for the for the uh, neophyte. So yeah, it would all depend on how they market it and who they're marketing it to. And honestly, I don't even think Valve knows who they're marketing it towards or how to market it. You know, mm. 
I honestly, I, they don't even think that. I mean, if if they really truly are going for the console gamers, like I think they are, just just make it simple, you know. I mean, dumb it down if you have to. Hey, here's your entry level consoles. Yeah. All this little group right here, yeah. and just have you know? three, have a, have yeah. a tier of three yeah. or something like that, you know. Like, um, but yeah, no, it's it seems they just want to. Uh, <laughs> it, it seems they're going to end up with a product that's even more complex and less um, uh, capable in a sense, and unless some. Um, you know, a, 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 has less ability to multitask than just a standard PC would be. So um, I think the lesson here is that we're, what we're trying to say is that Valve as a company will fail here in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I make no... Uh, I, 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 I do not deny I would like to see them get knocked down a peg. I, I think they're arrogant. I, I'm pissed off about Half-Life 3, and I will be until the day that it's <laughs> announced. And uh, <laughs> and th- as somebody who was on the ride all the way through all the uh, the um, episodic content for Half-Life 2, I'm, I'm still waiting for some sort of uh, you know, payback there. But, um, um, just a, a last sort of uh, hardware thing. This is just a quick one. Uh, anyone think that 4K is really going to take off anytime soon? <laughs> like, I, I look at it and go, huh. <laughs> is, is this a priority for Sony and Microsoft, really? Or Nintendo? Like, uh, I don't think so. Does anyone the, care? <laughs> I mean, the, the current-gen consoles, at least I know the PS4 and the Xbox One, and I'm assuming the Wii U can't do 4K, and I don't really think they're going to they're gonna rush out the door to, to make it, you know, if they ever do the slim versions of those consoles, I don't think that's going to be top on the priority list. No. Uh, you know, maybe again, it might be big for the PC gamers that can, you know, have machines that can run this stuff. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I just, I don't see the huge difference. You know, as I've said before, yeah, everything looks a lot prettier and uh, on the, you know, on the newer consoles. But, you know, it, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Like I played Destiny on both the 360 and the Xbox One. Was there a difference that I could notice? Meh, not really. I mean, maybe my eyes just can't see it. So <laughs> am I really going to care when I... I might see 4K for the first time and be like, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not going to drop that kind of money on it just just for some more pixels or whatever. You know, it just... It, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I'll say that having 60 frames a second or at least higher than 30 from the last console generation is, is very nice and I think much more important than resolution, but... Yeah, I, I just don't see 4K being that big of a thing. Well, while we, for me, while we exist in an era where 60 frames a section a, a, a second and 1080p is still out of the reach of some games and some consoles, I think the thought of pushing on to an even higher standard of 4K just seems like completely out of reach in the near future. Good point. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll take. Hmm. I think it'll take because there's uh, there's you know prices of like you know 4K televisions and and 4K uh, uh, computer monitors are you know at least dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that could be that they're not taking and you know they're, they they're just them. they're just trying to get they're just trying to get rid of them basically. Um, <laughs> or it could mean because Netflix actually is doing 4K now and the reason that the rumor for the the slim Xbox One is more palpable is because Xbox and or Microsoft and Netflix have been talking and stuff like that and you know they want to make their console more accessible for Netflix to do their 4K content on um, because it's true none of the quote unquote next gen consoles can upscale to, can even upscale to yeah. uh, to 4K. Um, so it's it it seems more likely that a slimmer version of the Xbox One will probably come within the next year or so um, to support 4K as well as to you know trim it down a little bit. I mean you know 
we've made Betamax jokes up and down <laughs> since, the, <laughs> since the Xbox One was shown. But yeah, you know, it, it would be nice to have a slimmed down version. But I think because of that particular rumor, I think it's I think it is possible um, that the PS4 and Xbox One could be at least capable of rendering images in 4K within the next year or so. I, that's that's just my thing because of the you know because of the things that I've been swirling around and because of what Microsoft has been doing. I wouldn't be surprised if they introduced a slim version, even if they hadn't talked to Netflix already. Um, mm. I, I would think that you know that would be the next logical step to get more people on board because, like you said, Tony, they've been they've been unbuckling everyone's pants, <laughs> you know, given games, you know, lowering the price and stuff like that, and just I, I think I think it's more possible than than ever now. Interesting. Um, well, this one's a bit more basic, perhaps. Uh, from each of you, uh, a game that will be that will kind of surprise this year as as a game that will leave aside games that everyone thinks will be great a game that perhaps will be a dark horse and that will surprise people and uh what you reckon will be the biggest disappointment of the year and you could in feel free to include ones that have come out recently <laughs> if you think that they might be in the running <laughs> uh what do you think vernon uh we'll start with you christ um yeah i don't know um I can tell you this. I, I bet Ubisoft's not going to make the same mistake with their Assassin's Creed game this year in regards to bugs and stuff like that. Or at least I hope, I really do hope, um, that, that you know they won't make the same mistakes this year. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's nothing coming out. I feel so bad because I'm looking <laughs> at the list for this year, and there's a, there's, there's a heck of a lot more games uh, that are on the, you know, unscheduled release lists than there are on the scheduled this is when it's coming out list and i'm having a hard time with that particular question um just because we've had so many hd remakes and remasters and stuff like that lately i, I feel like with uh with the with the turn of the summer and the witcher coming around the corner with batman around the corner um i feel like that'll be the turn and i feel like then there will be more release dates but for right now there's there's nothing listed that I can honestly say is going to be a game changer here. I mean, the only thing that I can really kind of at least guess on is Super Hot, um, the that indie game from a uh, who, who made it? from the super from the Super Hot team. Um, they, they I think they first like released it on a. I think it was Steam. I'm not sure, but um, it, it's this game where like you, you you know people are at an end of a hallway and it's first person and you have to like dodge bullets as they're shooting them at you and uh, it, you type it in in uh, in Google or YouTube or something like that so you can see huh. the footage. I, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, but it was originally released in in 2013 and now it's coming to consoles this year. So I'm hoping that you know people will enjoy it there because it looks really good. How about you, Tony? You got a, any predictions for one that'll be uh, either disappointing or um, that'll surprise people? Hello? Oh, my God. We lost them? No, oh, I'm oh, here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we thought Steam start... grabbed you. <laughs> no, they, no. <laughs> um, yeah, is, if we're going to go for a s disappointing first, um, haven't played it, but from what I've read, it seems like, uh, what was it, Wow, no, uh, the order 1886 was a pretty big letdown. And yeah. From what I, yeah, I would, I don't even think that I'd pay God, twenty dollars for that game, but I, I don't know. I think that was a big disappointment for people. Is anything going to top that? I don't know. That's that's going to be a pretty hard run. 
everything else. It's, <laughs> it looks great, and it, it it looks great, and you know I heard the voice, you know, but it just it it doesn't make up for its flaws. So, yeah, and then your other one, I guess, is kind of like your your shining star. But you, when you said that, you said that it's not expected. Like, um, you know, people are expecting that Batman's going to be probably the second coming of Jesus. Uh, so you're talking about a game well, that people aren't expecting to be the second coming. I'm, I'm talking about one that is, you know, has people might have high hopes for, but I, I, I'm talking about one that I think will be a big surprise that you know will um, will blow up a lot bigger than um, than people are expecting. God, I, you know, it comes back to Vernon, like you said. I don't know. There's not anything really coming out, and I think of from what we do know that's coming out, they're 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 pretty hyped as it is already. Um, so if anything, I think they're more poised for a letdown than they are, you know, these these great games. But what about yeah, if, uh, if American any, like, American Truck Simulator <laughs> or or Lego Dimensions, like what else is coming out this year? Yeah, I you know <laughs> I I'll, I'd have to say it's probably I'm sure it's going to be some indie game that you know I, I don't even know the name of it now, but I, I'm putting my money down right here that that unnamed indie game will grab everyone's attention. At the end of the year, I you know I yeah I can't think of any main release off the top of my head that's really surprised anybody. Ooh, I got one. Five Nights at Freddy's Five. <laughs> they just came out. They just came out with number three. Number four is going to come out in like two months or so, and then number five is going to be for holiday 2015. And you think oh, that's going to be the one that just? I like, think that that is going to be the one that just the jump scares are going to be ramped up to the max. The tension <laughs> in the horror is going to be just out of this world. <laughs> Uh, for me, I I'm 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 pretty sure that that Splatoon game is going to be uh, a game. Cha- well, I don't know if game changer is the right word, but like as as sort of positive buzz that it's as it's getting, I th- I think it'll be received even better than um, than some people are thinking. It just like every time I look at it, I think, wow, this really has everything going for it. Like. But, but how are you going to yell at Vernon and tell him he's not, you know, squirting his his colorful juices in the right area since there's no fat <laughs> to, tell, to call me a to call me a noob? <laughs> um, yeah, there's no there's no in-house multiplayer and there's no online chat, so I'm not sure. When you say in-house, you mean like local? Yeah, local local multiplayer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow, didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no split screen. Nope. Oh, well, that's kind of odd. Why would that? Uh, seems like a weird choice, but yeah, no, I I just reckon especially for Nintendo. Oh yeah, definitely. I I just think that game's going to be um, a breath of fresh air as far as online uh, multiplayer is concerned. It it and the gameplay is is pretty darn inventive. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on to uh, <laughs> well. You know what? We might as well end on this one. I, <laughs> I think, I think this is one that we've talked about for a, cu- a couple of times in passing. Um, will we see another crash? Um, you know, the, the subject gets brought up every once in a while. Uh, you know, particularly when a release comes out that's really poorly done, <laughs> disappoints and pisses off a lot of people. Um, you know, there's there's such a you know there's, there's so there's so few releases coming out. It it, it, it seems like you know, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of reason to buy some of these consoles, at least unique reasons to, that you can't find experiences elsewhere. Um, and, and I'm not saying that that's the only reason that there might be a crash, but uh, do we see, do we see it actually happening? Um, or, or could we see the industry, um, you know, going change. off a bit of a cliff or, or change significantly? In a major way, yeah. yeah. I'll start off by saying... Yes, I, something's definitely got to give at some point. I, I know a few years back, I thought it was the thought of another crash was, you know, dumb. But I just I wasn't that educated about it. All I knew was 
look, the video games are making more money than Hollywood. How are they? How's that industry going to you know crash? But yeah, with with everything that's going on recently, I think it's it's definitely going to change. But I don't necessarily think it's so much because of what you were saying with uh, you, you know these releases coming out buggy or unfinished and all that. I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's more or less. Uh, the other big argument is that games, at least the trip on the AAA side, are becoming way too expensive to to make, and I, you know I think that's why you're seeing such a rise in these indie games uh, come up. So if anything, I, I don't necessarily think there'll be a crash, at least in what we think of the the 80s crash. I think there's just going to be a major major change. I mean, you even look at uh, you know the big the big publishers are already you know really starting to jump on board with. Uh, with indie, um, I know Ubisoft is starting to put out um, actually more polished indie games than they are the AAA games. Uh, okay. I, you know, I think it's it's you know maybe, maybe that's the reason why we, we can't think of any major titles off the top of our head because you know maybe the ones that they're focusing on are indie titles and they're hoping that hey these are just going to get around by word of mouth. We're not going to need to uh, advertise these things and thank God because hopefully they can stop asking for pre-order bonuses and all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's definitely going to be change. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think we can spend the whole episode on this topic alone. But uh, yeah, uh, there's definitely a, a huge change in the next couple of years coming, I think. How about you, Vernon? <sighs> I think we are in dire need of a gaming renaissance um, for two reasons. Uh, because one, I think that... Uh, the the I mentioned before the the HD remakes and the remasters and stuff like that. For one, how much more HD can you get? Um, 4K baby, <laughs> 4K remake. Yeah, yeah, 4K remake. When they start doing that, that's when I'll be like, okay, that this is, I I, I get it now. I understand. This is the new standard and this that and the other. But God of War was already HD. God of War three was already HD. It was already beautiful, fantastic, even so. Let's let's throw that out. Um, so all the you know the, the the remakes, the remasters, and stuff like that. I think there's going to be some something that's going to break through that and be like, and it's not and it's not the new Deus Ex game that was just announced recently. Um, I, I've read an article on Forbes where they were like, yeah, you know, this is going to this is a new era that we're going into, and I'm like, a new era of what? It's a sequel, it, you know. It's it's a sequel that you know probably isn't going to come out for another year or two. Um, and when they announce the release date this year at E3, they're probably going to push it back to 2017. Um, so it's, you know, it's it's not that. So I think the, you know, the HD remakes, the sequels and stuff like that, yes, there would be there, that will encourage a little bit of change. I think the next thing, <sighs> Nintendo's going to fall out. Nintendo's going to trip, fall, and bust all the teeth in their mouths because they, they've pretty much given up on the Wii U. I, I can't see them being successful with this new console especially because they're not even focusing on the wii u anymore they're focusing on this new console as well as mobile games um i don't know how well that's going to work out i just know that it's going to piss a lot of people off or if, if it hasn't already in terms of well i bought this this wii u with this tablet controller you you, got, you guys seem to be turning it around and then you just gave up on it yeah Vernon, let me let me ask you this though. When you say that they're going to drop out, do you mean entirely, or they're just going to continue to move forward to you know mobile, and, or do you just they're done? They're closing shop, closing doors. I hate to say that they're that it's. I'd hate to give it a hundred percent thing that they're just going to close their doors. I think they're going to drop out of console gaming, and because it, it, it's it's clear that they're just not sure of where to go with it. Um, 
I think the motion controllers of the Wii, I think that was, I think that was it. Um, you know, they, they didn't do much with the Wii U, it, the, the tablet controller. I gave them shit for it when it first came out because um, it didn't it, they didn't really seem to have a, a, you know, a specific place that they were marketing it to. And then I, I don't know, maybe maybe bringing all their Nintendo games to mobile to mobile platforms will will work for them. And then they'll just kind of like let consoles fade away and, and stuff like that. But this new NX, I mean, we weren't asking for it. We didn't need it. You know, they, they they really all they had to do was just keep releasing those those exclusives that they're known for. That's really all they had to do. And now I'm going to have to rewrite my prediction, my E3 predictions video to include that because <laughs> to, because, you know, now the NX is going to be the next thing. And I'm just like, well, shit, you know, I had such a plan in terms of like, you know, this is what you need to do, Nintendo, in terms of the Wii U. But now I'm going to have to include this this NX thing. And it's just it's just so saddening. It. I was just starting to to come back to you, Nintendo, to <laughs> to give you some praise, and now I have to shit on all three. <laughs> uh, look for me. I um I I, I tend to uh, agree with what you were saying, Tony. In terms of, I, I think it's the costs of AAA development that are going to uh, finally. Th- there's going to be a uh, a crisis there, and it's either going to mean somebody goes under that's unexpected or. I mean, if, if you're hearing, if we're hearing things like, you know, Tomb Raider sells X number of copies, doesn't matter to turn, you know, doesn't manage to turn a profit. Well, uh, you know, it's, you know what though was, sorry, this might be a side tangent, but didn't they just recently come out and say that the remastered versions of that game have outsold the entirety of the franchise before that game? Did, uh, no, I'd have to look that up. Maybe I can throw that in the. That, that could be the true, definitive but... edition. Yeah, like on PS, like on well PC, I guess too, PS4 and Xbox One. Those copies alone sold more than the entire Tomb Raider franchise before that, before the new game, com- like combined or something like that. Mm. So I, I don't that's know. Not that's not good. Yeah. I, <laughs> initial yeah. initial hearing of that, I. I'll have to wow. find the article. Yeah, but uh, anyway, sorry, I just wanted to throw that uh, in there. That was, cool. that was interesting. Um, but I, yeah, if if you if you can't turn a profit when a game sells that well, then you've got some serious problems with keeping your costs down, your overheads, your marketing, and you just don't you don't know how to run your company anymore at that point. Like, and there's a lot of blame to go around. Very little of it's ever taken on themselves. It sounds like and. There's a lot of smaller companies out there that are doing more with less. And while I agree that, you know, you can't replace AAA games with indie games and, and necessarily end up with the same level of polish or presentation, but once you take away the obsession with games being cinematic, then the sky's the limit, really, for what you can do with limited resources. And But they need to feed their families, Jeff. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they need to they need to pay their advertisers and their marketers <laughs> that's what they need um yeah they they uh they just can't seem to run um a lean or you know profitable um business any longer and it's and you know it, it's just staggering that the industry can grow to the size that it as it is and yet the profitability seems to be just going uh south constantly so um i see i i can see um i mean i know that it was a bit of a shock when THQ went under, but um, I'll bet you there'll be another name out there that'll go under uh, that will that will 
take the wind out of a lot of people's sails and realize, wow. Right. <laughs> the, but the writing was on the wall for THQ, I feel like, though. It's not that anybody didn't actually see that coming. I think, like you said, when it when it's a company that you kind of don't expect. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I and I th- yeah I think I think that's probably uh, what it'll be is one that people don't realize uh, how bad it actually is until it's quite close to the end and um, and hopefully that will be a bit of a kick in the pants and 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 maybe it'll mean some changes but uh, yeah uh, it's clear that the model that exists right now um, it just doesn't seem to work outside of a handful of releases and the goodwill and the quality that that, that those games represent is disappearing. Uh, slowly but surely. Um, there's only so many times that you're going to be able to re-release Maddens and Call of Duties and, and games like that uh, in questionable quality and, and questionable polish and, and get away with it before people eventually, you know, just start putting their dollars elsewhere. Um, and they have okay. options today like they've never had before. And I, I know that's silly to say because, yeah, of course, we've had amazing options in terms of entertainment for years, but it's uh, it's so easy to buy games and entertainment from elsewhere now that uh, I I think if you you know if you do a Ubisoft and you you, you know do an annual release and then release something that's so you know gut wrenchingly bad that nobody has anything good to say about it that's going to catch up with you eventually and uh, next time you need to pay for your uh, primetime TV ads to try and sell your game where are you going to get the money to do that <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're, you're, oh, I'm sorry. Where the money for it? Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, you're gonna have to go back to the drawing board and actually make a decent game and have that, you know, speak for itself for a change. Remember that? <laughs> Remember when that used to be <laughs> how games actually, you know, sold themselves? Was that they were yeah, actually I mean, decent? Really? Uh, and I give us a chance to want a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey Jeff, could I? I think that you said that was your last topic, right? Yeah, last one I had in mind uh, uh, that that we that we hadn't already touched on in some way. Yeah. I wanted to touch on one more if we could close out. Sure. Just, because um, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. Gaming as a service, mm. as in, you know, we'll probably consoles or, you know, the consoles will, you know, die out. You'll have either your TV will be able to connect to like, X, you know, PSN or Xbox Live or Steam or whatever. No more really physical hard copies of games anymore. Like, do you think that's really, I mean, we're already moving towards it. It's pretty obvious, but I mean, do you think we'll get to a, a point soon where there's no more consoles coming out and it's just all service based? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think the same resistance to the always online mentality that, that they that they met when the Xbox One was announced, th- those problems aren't going to go away entirely. Um, I, I, think, I think as long as there's a market out there outside of the first world uh, where you have to, you, you need more reliance on physical media and you, there's not as much reliable broadband and there's not as much access to limitless storage. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't know. I think we're I think we're a bit of a ways from that yet. Uh, hmm. I, I, mu- the music industry and the movie industry have gotten there pretty seamlessly by now. Not that you know, not that people don't buy Blu-rays and stuff like that, but not in the quantities that they used to. But uh, with games, I don't know. It um, as as long as there's this you know hyper need to have a very extremely fast connection to be able to play these things properly um if that if it if if being able to to play it under any circumstances requires you you'd have a rock solid connection you're ruling out a large segment of the population yep and uh and also uh as long as GameSpot and the big retailers continue to have as much sway as they do and they still do make no mistake 
uh, they'll be pushing back against that as well too. <laughs> like uh, th there's, you know, I, I, I know that there's probably not nearly as much physical media sold for games as, the, as there used to be. I, I don't know the stats, but I have to imagine it's a fraction of what it was years ago. But uh, as, as long as there's brick and mortar retailers out there and uh, pre-order businesses like your Amazons and your GameStops, etc., that that need that uh, physical item to be able to uh, to survive. Um, I think there's going to be pushback uh, from within their partners and stuff as well. I think it'll continue. I guess my my the short answer is Tony. I think it'll be a niche service, but replacement level where it actually comes along and just completely replaces uh, that 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 those hard copies altogether. I think we're quite a ways away from that yet. Yeah. Right. What do you think, Vernon? I tend to agree with that. I mean, it. At one point, I did kind of question whether or not you know just uh, digital digital gaming would you know dominate the, I guess, gaming uh, gaming sphere by now. But uh, no, I don't agree with that anymore. And I just I don't know. I, I Basically, everything else that Jeff just said. Yeah. Uh, if you know, if I could wrap it up, I'd say it's there's definitely a need for. You know, the I think the physical games, especially like at least with me, you know, I love my old, like I said, I, I've been playing Dino Crisis 1 and 2. I can only play that, you know, it's not even on PS now. That's the only option I have. But I will say going forward that for my Xbox One and my PS4, like over 75% of my games are on or digital. But, you know... Uh, there's there's a there's a fine balance at least for me personally with it uh but yeah like jeff was saying i think the the biggest issue with it it comes down to connectivity and the availability of broadband and how good it is not to mention as i said before the the networks if you need to log into psn or xbox live in order to play your game as in like you can't even download it you're just streaming it mm -hmm. there's a lot of issues with that and i i hope that it, at least as if we are which i th you know i think we are moving towards that kind of realm of just gaming as a service, I really hope that they make a push on the service providers to, hey, you need to invest in your networks. You know, you're promising all this. We, you know, you're spending 50 million to acquire this company, but you can't tell us where you're investing. What, you know, why the 50 billion couldn't be better invested in your infrastructure. But anyway, I'm, I'm going off on it. Oh, and um, just lower the price of the games. If you're going to, yeah. if you're going to release them digitally, there's no packaging, there's no mailing shipping costs or whatever uh, box art or anything like that. It's all going to be digital digital. Anyway, games should be at least half the price. They are now yeah. if they're going to go all digital. Also, if you can't clarify the ownership rights anymore, uh, if you're going to, if you're going to weaken my ownership rights, then I, I expect a discount. <laughs> Just, I mean, if, 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 if I'm going to wake up one day and find out that I don't own it anymore because of something in fine print, well, then I, you know, I, when Steam, the part of the reason that Steam works, getting back to that quickly, is that, yeah, I know that there might be a risk in terms of being able to play it again in future down the line, but I'm playing like five or ten bucks for it. So I'm willing, I, I'm willing to take that leap. Am I going to pay $60 for something that might not exist once this console reaches the end of its lifespan? No way. Never. <laughs> so unless there's clarity there, uh, there's a limit to how far we can go, I think, in terms yeah. of uh, gaming as a service. Because God knows when they're going to uh, you know, pull up stumps and, and just shut the shop down and decide that uh, your access to that service doesn't exist anymore.
Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that uh, that, that last one, Tony. I'm uh, I'm surprised I didn't think to put that on the list myself. Uh, so we'll forego any of the usual uh, uh, quizzes and uh, recommendations in the interest of time this week. Thank you guys um, for for joining me. Uh, we're I I would say safely we can come back to uh, predictions. Oh, of course. <laughs> Again in future. I mean, God, we probably could have gone for another hour on some other secondary ones that we haven't thought of, and a few of these will probably spawn uh, podcasts of their own, as as you would expect. Uh, well, thanks again uh, to Tony and Vernon, and um, thank you for listening, and join us again on another edition of Point Streak. Thank you, guys.